Hello, my randoms. How are you? I pray that you are having the most amazing day. And if for some reason you are not, I pray by the end of this message, you are able to find a shift in your day. Um, God is good, right? He rightly provides. And so if you've been thinking like, God, I ain't feeling well, right? And I don't mean just physically, spiritually, mentally, right? We become unwell and you like, God, I just need to talk to you. I need to know how do I get better Then here it is. Here it is. Because God has sent me to be transparent. God has sent me to give you a testimony today. Um, And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here to share with you. So get a pen, get a paper so we can take some notes. Grab a snack if that's your thing, because we like snacking over here. And bring a buddy because Karen is sharing. I want you to come on over here to the corner where we have some of these most potent, safe conversations on Nina's Random Corner. Y'all, anybody that's been rocking with me from some time know that if I do a long, drawn-out introduction, then I'm probably trying to run away from the meat of the conversation. And and today is nothing different. I want to... um be open and be transparent with you all today. Um, And um, I feel like this is a safe place to do such. And and I'm going to be honest with you, transparency is not always the most comfortable place. And so I'm a little uncomfortable, but I I, I find obedience to be better than sacrifice, right? So I'm going to go ahead and talk with you for a minute. Y'all, I have been absent for a couple of weeks. And I know if you are... uh, um, a random corner meeting. Look at me, can't even get the words out. Listen, if you are a regular, then you know that I've been absent. I'm just going to say that. Come on, Nina, just get it on out. Holy Spirit, have your way, God. I'm asking for you to increase in, in, in spirit, Father God, and decrease me and myself, Lord, that I am able to be obedient, that I am able to give um, this testimony, and I am able to get, be a witness to your... Um, magnificent ways, God, to your mightiness, Lord, in your mighty name, Jesus, I thank you. God, I ask you to bless the listener. I ask you to bless the the mind and the heart of the person listening, Father God, so that they are able to receive, God, this, this pouring, Lord. I thank you in your mighty name. Amen. God, sometimes y'all got to stop and just huh, call on in the Lord. I have to call him on in because I can feel myself starting to ramble too much. So I'm going to get to this as not to hold you for too long, but I thank you for meeting with me today. Y'all, I've been absent because I've been sick. I've been, I just have not been feeling well. No, not physically. I have not been sick, but spiritually and mentally, I just kind of been in a, in a battle back and forth. And I, I really been talking with God, like, God, what is going on? with me like help me like why do I feel so stagnant why do I feel um so heavy you know what I mean and 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 I'm and I'm talking with God and I'm like God I know there's some things that I that there's some habits y'all that I have and I want you to be open with yourself as you listen to me what are some things that are in your life that you know are not um they don't line up with what God is telling you to do. They don't line up with the life that God is telling you to walk. And um, just being totally transparent right now in this moment, one of the, the biggest things that I have a bad habit of that I'm asking God to really help me with is that I'm lazy, y'all. I'm lazy to the fact of um, doing extra 
right. I do the bare minimum. I do what's needed. If God asks me to to study and read this certain word, this certain uh, passage, because he wants me to pour it into this person or he wants me to use it here, then that's what I work towards. So just going above and beyond, right? I, I, I'm lazy going above and beyond. Um, another thing that's a bad habit that I noticed that's connection with that laziness is that there's... Um, things in my life like exercising and you know poor eating habits and just different things like that that I just can't seem to activate and turn on these healthy lifestyle I'm steady going back to old things and old habits and ways um and mindsets and I'm like Lord why am I struggling to adopt uh, a healthiness holistically like help me God I feel like I'm battling with my flesh you know, and I know that the word says that we're going to go back and forth with it every day. But I was like, Lord, um, I feel like I'm draining myself with the same battle over and over again. Like, dude, I'm just being real with y'all. Like, these are conversations I'm having. God, like, God, I'm tired of fighting. You know what I'm saying? You get me over something. And then it seems like I go right back to it. And it's like I keep fighting to overcome what you done already delivered me from. Help me, God, because it's a waste of energy. It's a waste of time. I know there's other things that I should be doing in my life. What are you battling with? Rather, you consider it big or small that's not letting you go, that's not releasing you so that you are able to move to the next level in your life. Is it a bad attitude? Is it uh, is it stubbornness? Is it cussing? Is it is it lack of studying and lack of prayer? Is it lack of faith? Is it fear? Right? Is it addiction? Is it is it uh, is it hate? Right? What is in you or on you that's causing you to be sick? Y'all, we only five minutes in, and I've only shared you a portion. I want to share with you and reveal to you what God has said to me. And, and it broke me down, y'all, but not broke me down in a bad place, but it broke me down because it helped me understand the role that I've played. And so if I had to title this in any kind of way, I would say, don't become what has hurt you. Walk in light. Things that have consumed you, things that have that have covered you up and wrapped you up to where you couldn't even see. When God reveals those, when God removes those things, don't go back to them and don't turn into them, right? Just hear me out. So I, I was like, God, what am I supposed to do? Give, give me a fresh pair of eyes to look at this, what I'm going through. And God took me over to John. He took me to John 12, okay? And in John 12, 42... God says, walk in the light. He says, nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Then Jesus cried out and said, he who believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sees me sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, 
but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say, what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the father has told me, so I speak. Now, now, always go back and read the word for yourself. But let me tell y'all what God gave to me. Y'all ready? We we eight minutes and 30 seconds in. Don't click off. Don't click off. We about to Bob Ross this. And when we get to the end, just be like, Nina, I got it. Praise God, right? Listen. First and foremost, it was the word nevertheless that stood out to me. And I said, God, let, let me look up what nevertheless mean. And, and nevertheless mean in spite of that. In spite of that. So I had to go up. I had to go up to 1237 when God started talking about, when Jesus started talking about who believed our report. That was Brother Isaiah. Isaiah was reminding the people, he was reminding us of who the Lord is and what he has done. Right. That that even though that the, the, the Lord has that Jesus has um, healed, that Jesus has has um, saved, that Jesus has done all of these magic works, that Jesus has even predicted his own death on the cross. That means that he has given us provision. He has given us he is basically saying here, here I who I am. Here I am. This is the report of my father. This is, I'm just coming to you to tell you what God said. And God said, nevertheless, even though I done showed all of these things and people believe me, they still won't confess me. They won't confess me. They won't confess that they believe. Watch this. God says, Nina, you believe me. I done did all these wonderful things in your life. And you will confess it to the masses. If I tell you to do a podcast, if I tell you to do Bible study, if I tell you to talk to someone, then you will do that. But in your everyday life, do you really confess who I am to you? Do you? Because of fear of being put out of the synagogue. So he says, he says, because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him. So I say, God, who is the Pharisees? Right. I literally had to go look it up. And God says Pharisees are members of a party that believe in resurrection and in following legal traditions. They were um, ascribed not to the Bible, but of the traditions of their fathers. So whatever was taught to them, whatever they believed, that's the traditions that they upkeep. So just kind of like the world, the world, the world kind of believes that in what they want to believe. They follow their own legal traditions. You know, the world follows, um, um, you know, we do Christmas because that's what my family has always done. You know, and I'm just, I ain't picking on nobody. I'm just saying we, we do Easter. You know what I'm saying? We follow these earthly and man-made traditions, right? We keep up with them. Those are the Pharisees. 
So um, I don't know who I'm who I'm pointing that out to. Maybe I'm pointing it to myself. Maybe I'm pointing it to your neighbor. Maybe I'm pointing it to your husband or your wife. But there are many Pharisees that walks amongst us today. Because you believe in your own. You believe in what you want to believe. And if, if, if what you believe is, is in a contradiction against what the word says, you rather walk in your own truth. And why? Why do you want to walk in your own truth? Because God says that you don't want to get put out of the synagogue. The synagogue is a place of assembly. So you don't want to get put out of the world. You don't want to get put out of your friend circle. You don't want to look like that outcast. Come on, I'm talking to somebody and I'm being honest with you. I'm telling you my problem right now. And I'm telling you that because I, I, I understand the calling that God has put over my my life and, and I understand that I got to be set apart but but I but I feel lonely I want to be a part of I've always wanted to be you know I always wanted to be uh uh I don't want to be an outcast I don't want the world to look at me like I'm not I can't fit in with y'all right and so I'm just being honest with you because I understand that I have to be set apart but I'm being honest with you I'm telling you that it's lonely it hurt to feel like people don't want to invite you out it hurt that you ain't a part of the in circle it hurt that people don't put me as part of the joke it hurt that everybody get quiet when I get around but then when I leave I hear a bunch of laughter and things like 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 I couldn't be laughed with right so so sometimes I don't go around and I don't speak up for what I know is wrong I don't speak up come on y'all I'm sharing I'm revealing to you where my issues is look it's 13 minutes in but I'm just now opening up thank you Holy Spirit and really revealing to you why I'm sick because I'm sick because I sit around and I don't always want to be lonely feel like I'm on the outside of things so I, I'll I mute myself. God to tell me that I need to say something. God to say you need to let them know that what they're doing, they're walking down a destructive path. But I'm like, God, I don't always want to be the one preaching to people. I don't want to always be in the one telling people that their life is wrong. Like I'm sitting up on a pedestal. So I walk around and I mute myself and it's making me sick. It's making me sick because I'm fitting in with the Pharisees, right? And I understand that I'm rejecting God when I do that. And it makes me sick because the spirit that live in me is say I can't be well when I deny I, I can't be well when I disconnect so it's some things that's in you that even though you know you a true believer even though you know you sold out for God, it's some things in you that you're trying to still fit in with the Pharisees because you don't want to get put out of the synagogue. You don't want to get put out of this world. You don't want to be looked at as an outcast. So there's some things that God has told you that you need to do. God says, come out of darkness. Darkness means the partial or total absence of life. That means that you are uh, 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 the wickedness or, or evil. It says God did not ab uh, abolish darkness right he gave light so darkness still exists right God didn't say just because I renewed you that there's still there that there's no darkness available God says I'm letting you choose to see the light I'm showing you that there is a light and you don't have to continue but when we continue to want to walk with the Pharisees walk in the world because we want the world to say hey she's still cool I want the world to say Nina's still cool let's invite her out I want the world to say Nina is a real cool chick she bring a good vibe Right? That will be honest. She's a good vibe. So I want to invite her around. So I will dull my light so that I, I won't be too bright for others. I'm sick, y'all. So I said, God, help make me well. God, help me not be ashamed to shine brightly, right? You will say you don't want to shine. 
that you don't want to dull your light. Come on, friends, who I'm talking to, you will say that. But then when you get around the darkness and you know that your light is blinding them, instead of you turning your light up, instead of you getting up and say, God will remove me from this place. How many of you have been prone to putting a shade over your light because you still want to walk with your friends? Your friends is a good time. God, I'm trying to hold it in. I love my friends. I love my family, right? I love, that's what I know. But God says you got to be set apart. There's some of them that's sick. So come on, Holy Spirit. I said, God, okay, so you telling me, I know I need to walk in light. I said, tell me how to be able to give this as a testimony. Show me what to say, God, right? Tell me what to say, God. And God said, okay. God said, okay, Nina. Nina, okay, you, you want to bury yourself out there? I'm going to show you where to go. So look, y'all, God took me over to John. He, he, he kept me in John, right? But God took me over to John 5, y'all. Listen, he took me to John 5, 5, 6. Mm. First of all, let, let, me, let, me, let me take a pause because let me hold it together because when I tell y'all that I'm trying not to lose my mind, my God, Whoo, no editing in this episode. You're getting it raw, and it's going to be kind of long. Listen, John 5, 6, God says, do you want to be well? John 5, God talks about a man that was healed at the pool of Bethsheba. Oh, God. Y'all, God said... Then when you are amongst a bunch of sick people, nobody's going to celebrate when you healing. In fact, they're going to try to find a way to condemn it. So God said, Nina, the reason why you continue to be sick is because you want to lay around a pool, the pool of people that's sick. You want to lay on the porch. In John 5, God said, after there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem, now now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which called in Hebrew Bashida, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped into it first after the stirring of the water was made um, well. And whatever disease that he had. Y'all, I I can't read it all. But I'm going to synopse it for you. I said, God, what's a porch? I had to go look up a porch because the porch stood out. And a porch is an exterior structure often attached to a building that although providing access to the outside, it's sheltered. It's a place of waiting that provides temporary covering and protection. It's a place where the sick people congregate waiting on a blessing to come and get them. It's kind of like when they say I'm between a blessing and a heart, a, a rock and a hard spot. God says you don't have to sit around amongst the pool of the sick waiting on your chance to get healed. Because God's, Jesus walked up to a, a man and he had said when he seen him, he could tell that he had been sick for a real long time. And he asked the man, like, what are you doing? And the man is like, man, I'm sick. 
But every time I try to go get well, somebody go before me. Like they tapping it out. They, 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 they taking the resources before I can get there. There's none left for me. But I'm sticking around because I know that you're going to heal me. God, listen to all of his excuses. All the reasons that you can offer up to him on why it ain't your time to get well. Why you still in waiting. You know, God's still working on me. But God said there is no wait when there's already promise. Come on, y'all. God says, he asked the man, he says, do you want to be well? That's it. Forget all the excuses that you can offer God. And guess what God told him? He said, well, take up your bed and walk. Take up your bed and walk. Mm. When you are sick, when you are sick, it's an illness. An illness is classified as a disease or a period of sickness affecting the body and the mind. A disease is a disorder of structure or a function in a human, especially one um, that has a known cause and a distinctive group of symptoms or signs or an anatomical, which is a bodily change. When you are sick, my friend, you got to understand that you got to lessen your risk contagion factors. What's a contagion? A contagion is the communication of disease from one person to another by close contact so my 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 need my feeling of wanting to be accepted by by people by the people that I'm around me not wanting to feel like an outcast of this world has kept me in close contact close proximity with sick people you right God said that 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 they were at Bashida God says that they sat around and it was a great multitude of sick people God says uh the word risk contagion factor refers to the effect of another person risky behavior if you know that you are unwell in certain places of your life you can't have risky behavior you can't be around other people you can't let your own willingness to be under more risk than than you know is wise So when God says you have to step out and be the light and not partake in the dark so that the dark cannot overshadow you that the dark cannot overtake you you have to come out so what is in your life that you know is, is sick, that's, that's a disease that you want to be well from? Come out of that pool. Come up off that porch of false covering that the world offers you. Don't worry about being rejected by those around you because they think you acting weird and strange. Remember when, when Jesus healed that man, they didn't celebrate. They were looking to condemn. They said, wait, who healed you? You ain't supposed to be healed. But let me tell y'all what Jesus did. Jesus left. Jesus didn't even stick around because Jesus didn't give them anything for uh, uh, because they said, who healed you? Because there was so much going on. He couldn't even say. He couldn't even say. He, c- he couldn't even figure it out. But listen. As he was healed, as he was healed, oh my God, Jesus found him. And when Jesus found him, he said, I look, I see that you've been made well. 
I see that you've been made well. And in that moment, at that moment in time, that man was like, ah. He went back to the Jews and said, I know who made me well. But he had to come out. He had to come out. He had to get up and he had to walk around. He had to come about that sickness. You got to come from out where you at. You got to come from where you congregating. You got to come from where you hanging at. You got to come up from around and up out of that sickness so that you can see where your healing is. Because God's word says that I will never leave you orphaned. God's word says that I will come to you. You, 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 you got to want to be well. And so I, I thank God. I thank God for pointing out to me. I thank God for showing me that, that his word is my medicine. Proverbs 4.22 says that God's word is, is the most powerful medicine today. It's medicine to our flesh. That his word is, his, his word is, is medicine for weakness, for sickness, for the body, for the mind, for finances, for family, for marriage. His word works as a preventative and it works as a cure. We don't have to sit around. We don't have to sit around under false covering. Under the paranoia that we're going to get put out of the world. That's what God wants us to do. So I ask you just like I asked you in the beginning, just taking my testimony into consideration. What is plaguing you, my friend? What illness is on you? My biggest thing is fear of rejection of the world. That was my that was the thing that was keeping me in stagnation. And with illnesses, it causes all kinds of dysfunctioning. It caused me not to be able to operate well. And so I had to say, God, I'd rather, I'd rather be um, set out from the world than to be in a place of familiar sickness. Take me into the unfamiliar with you, God but make me whole, heal me. I'm telling y'all, there's going to be some people that's going to reject your healing, but don't you reject it. Get well, my friend. Get well. What are you insecure about? What are you battling internally that you ashamed of? What, 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 what hurt is transforming you to where you can't be what God wants you to be? God don't want you to be hardened. Right? So do you still struggle with your attitude? Do you still struggle with um, addiction? Do you still struggle with um, forgiveness? Do you struggle with, um, um, I don't know why the word of proximity keeps coming. Do you struggle with healthy proximity, healthy communication, healthy relationships? Right? You, you can't go somewhere with a, where, where, you, where your, your immune system already compromised. You're just now getting well. God just took you out of that. He just showed you. Just release that stronghold. You can't go back over and congregate with them. I know it's hard. But trust on God. I hope that, that in this 30 minutes, I was able to reveal myself, my, my things that I battle with every day. Right. And, and, and that's and that's that's my past. That's the you would think that that um, they say new levels, new devils. But but sometimes those strongholds that you um, that you battle with or come with you from season to season. If you don't let God um, heal you totally, 
I remember them back in the day, my apostle talking to us about taking your medicine in its full entirety and don't letting the world or your own self believe that you better and you really not. You know, how many bottles of medicine has the God has God prescribed to you and you've only taken a small amount of them and then you start feeling a little bit better. So you put them back in the medicine cabinet and you never complete your ritual. You never complete your fast. You know, you never complete um, what God has told you to do, right? You know, and you go right back out there in the world with that with that compromised immune system thinking that you ain't gonna be able to, you're gonna be able to resist right the the contagions that's out there don't put yourself at a high contagious risk factor my god protect yourself friends protect yourself this is a long episode it is and you maybe you clicked off and had to come back to it if you made it all the way through it you the real mvp and i thank you for that because hey you know it's healthy for me to not hold this in and be able to really give it out ain't none of us perfect and i think that you know that's the part of walking in a testimony is to show you like hey we ain't perfect right we are all dying the flesh every day and i know that i still have um things that i'm asking god to heal and take me from you know and remove me from so that I can walk fully in his light. And so in this, in this message, if nothing else, I pray that, 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 that God reveals you to you. He already knows what you're struggling with. Heck, some of the people around you know what you're struggling with, but you have an internal sickness that you've been walking with for so long that you don't want to admit to it because you don't want to admit that you may be contagious. You're contagious to your family. You're contagious to your friends. You're contagious to your kids. You're contagious, friend. You're walking around with a high contagious level. And God says, just let me make you right. Let me heal you. Let me heal you so that you can help heal others. Oh, God, that was good for me. That was good for me. I hope it was good for you. I love you all. I love you, and I pray that that, that you are well and that you don't become what has hurt you and that you allow God to give you his full dosage of medicine. If this has blessed you in any kind of way, I pray that you pass it on to someone else. Follow me on um, Instagram, Motivated by Nina. Um, Nina's Random Corner. Follow me on um, Facebook, Nina's Random Corner. Follow me on YouTube, Nina's Random Corner, Van Life Edition. I'm on a journey and I want to share my journey with you. So just lock in, tap in, pray for me. I'll pray for you and I'll see y'all back here next week if it um, is God's will. All right. Thank you.